For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Eden Tisham. You're listening to Daybreak. Today we cover a USG Senate referendum proposal, former President Donald Trump's presidential campaign announcement, and a Russian strike into Poland territory. It's Wednesday, November 16th. On Sunday, the undergraduate student government Senate met to debate a Senate-initiated referendum that would have defined and condemned anti-Semitism. Treasurer Adam Hoffman, class of 23, proposed that the referendum adopt the International Holocaust Remembrance Alliance, IHRA's, definition of anti-Semitism. Hoffman's proposed referendum failed to gain sufficient support in the Senate, and therefore will not appear on the student winter election ballot in its proposed form. I sat down with new staff writer Annie Rupertus to learn more. So what is the IHRA definition of anti-Semitism? The IHRA defines anti-Semitism as a certain perception of Jews which may be expressed as hatred towards Jews. Rhetorical and physical manifestations of anti-Semitism are directed towards Jewish or non-Jewish individuals and or their property, toward Jewish community institutions and religious facilities. And then the definition also includes 11 specific examples that the writers consider anti-Semitism. One that came up during the meeting that was a special concern describes denying the Jewish people their right to self-determination, e.g. by claiming that the existence of a state of Israel is a racist endeavor. So the debate revolved around the idea of Zionism? Yes, some members of the Senate raised concerns that that particular example applied on Princeton's campus could affect freedom of speech, especially with regards to discussions around Zionism and the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. And how did members of the Senate react to the proposal? There was strong support in the meeting for actions against anti-Semitism and efforts to define anti-Semitism. However, many were concerned about the specific implication of certain examples in the definition and expressed an interest in adding a part of the referendum that would clarify the relationship of the definition to discussions of Zionism. And what's next for this referendum since it was rejected? The Senate did not vote to move forward with initiating the referendum. 19 members abstained, four voted in favor, and one opposed. And since the referendum sponsor has not decided to collect signatures for a student-initiated referendum, this particular referendum language will not be on the ballot. The referendum deadline has not yet passed, and there will be a special USG meeting today to continue some of these conversations. But as of right now, it's unclear exactly what will appear on the winter election ballot. In more on-campus news, there are now five new restaurants in town students on Princeton's Unlimited Dining Plan can use Dining Points app. The establishments are Chennai Chimney, Greek Bites, Junbi, Lan Ramen, and Thomas Sweet. This brings the total of non-university-affiliated restaurants participating in the Pay With Points program to 11. Last night, former U.S. President Donald Trump announced a campaign to return to the White House in 2024. This announcement comes on the heels of many Republican congressional and state officials who voiced disappointment in the results of the 2022 midterm and blamed the former president. In international news, Polish officials consider invoking NATO Article 4 after an explosion caused by a Russian-made missile killed two people near the country's eastern border with Ukraine yesterday. Article 4 of the NATO Charter Agreement states that, quote, an attack against one ally is an attack against all allies. This action could lead members of NATO, including the United States, to seek retaliation against Russia, but it's unclear how the situation will be viewed in this context. The Russian Defense Ministry has denied any military activity targeting the Polish border, while Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has attributed the damage to an act of Russian aggression. 
NATO Secretary General Jen Stoltenberg has said the alliance will continue to monitor the situation. U.S. President Joe Biden has acknowledged the incident and plans to attend talks on the subject at the upcoming G20 summit, initiated by French President Emmanuel Macron. Expect partly cloudy skies with a high of 50 and a low of 29. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by Theo Wells Backman and me, sound engineered by Jack Anderson, and produced under the 146th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horn, class of 22. For the Daily Princetonian, I'm Eden Tashoma. Have a wonderful Wednesday.